Welcome back to another episode of Petty's Pod. We got a great episode coming up for you guys once again. It is Combo on the Pod for another super fun Premier League podcast. We're wrapping up a crazy weekend in the Prem. We had Arsenal, Newcastle. We had Liverpool struggling against Luton. Combo gives his thoughts on his team this week. And then we had arguably the craziest game in Prem history, Chelsea Tottenham on Monday. So super fun podcast here this week. Stay tuned in, stay locked in, and let's get straight into it. Welcome to the studio. We got Combo with us once again. What's going on, man? What's up, y'all? Uh, so, yeah, as usual, get straight into it. Strictly Prem this week. I know Champions League is actually back this week, but uh, I don't think there's anything worth yeah. you know, noting. It's Champions League this still, week. still the group stages. Nothing, yeah. nothing really crazy. Yeah, yet. nothing crazy. Um, no, but let's get into it. After did And when you, when you think about it, you forget that a Prem weekend even happened yeah. because Chelsea played on Monday, and that was yeah. arguably the craziest game. We'll talk about those later, but... Let's start with your team, Liverpool. One one against Luton Town. Yeah. Historic game, probably in their history. Yeah. But uh, no, lots to talk about from that. Yeah, just to talk about our talk about our game, Bef- during during the podcast last week, I said we, we were going to go on and win three zero. I mean, we were on great form, everything was rolling. But I mean, just something like I think there's just like this weird statistic out there I saw on Twitter during the week after the after the game, after the loss, it feels like a loss. Like as Liverpool fans will tell you that, like, oh yeah, that, that, that's a loss. Yeah, like drawing Luton Town away one one, that's a loss. Like, yeah. and there's a stat that goes after and said that whenever Liverpool play away at newly promoted clubs, I think we've only won one out of the last like eleven or so matchups and matches against them. Yeah, against against a promoted club away. We just really struggle. Yeah. Like, I, I, I have no idea what the issue is, what the thing is. I mean, the biggest issue, I mean, they, they play the low block, and Klopp said that, like, because, like, obviously, like, us Liverpool fans will tell you that, like, this is Liverpool 2.0. This is, this is a new team. Yeah. Hold on. For, for, forget the Mane era, the Rigi era, Firmino, Fabinho. That, that era is done. Right. That, that, that seven, eight-year pure dominance is over. Yeah. Now it's a new chapter. And the biggest thing is, like, it's almost starting brand new again. Obviously, we're sort of the mentality monsters. You know, like like the mentality's still there, the hunger's still there. Yeah, because of Klopp. Yeah, maybe because of Klopp. I mean, obviously, we have Van Dyke to still, Trent. still keep it yeah. going. Trent, you know what I mean? But the thing is, like, and Klopp said the next the next thing for the team is, it will be to see how can we beat the low block. That's what he said in that press conference building up to the week. What he said after the week, how can we beat the low block? And this past weekend, we had new more chances. Like, like I think Dar Darwin missed two or three sitters. I mean, he he had, he had like six or seven shots. Shots on goal. That he's back. He's like, back. He, and, but, but here's what I say though about Darwin. Like, I, I've I've come on his pod. I've I've had his back throughout every game. I praised him. I yeah. loved him. I've come on and say like us Liverpool us fans. Like we love him. Like like like, like he's ours. Like, like Darwin is, is is a Liverpool guy through and through. You can already tell already. Yeah. The, the the thing why I'm okay with him having a performance like he did with Luton is he's still creating chances. Yeah. He, like, like, like whenever Darwin is on the ball. Like, like, like goalies are still fearful. Fans are still fearful of like what is he? What can he do? You know what I mean? I'm not fearful. Like, like, it's better than like, it's better than Nicholas Jackson. <laughs> who whenever he gets the ball, he has zero confidence in the world of what he's gonna do. Yeah, sort of the fans. You know what I mean? Like, like just in general, like the way Darwin Nunes is a striker, like his tenacity, his hunger, the way he plays. I think I'd rather have a striker who's constantly creating chances, creating chaos, and a striker when the ball comes from nothing really happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, obviously the finishing will get there. I mean, we've seen it throughout the season. Like, he's either really on it or he's off it. 
And last week, first blue, he was off it. And, you know, he, he gets to bounce back. I mean, he did. He, he was on a scoring one of three straight goals in three games. And yeah. then he cooled off. But, I mean, like, one of the, like, everybody, everybody who plays soccer can see the talent is there. It's just about finding, like, him honing in on something. Now, his size and speed is something that's, like, always going to be a threat. Um, so I just watched Kai Harris just shank or just get deflected. Definitely okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh Havertz, nothing new. But yeah, as for Darwin Juniors and, and you guys, like we he he's there's a new story about him every week from yeah. and it's interesting because you're a Liverpool fan, so it's interesting to hear your perspective on not just him but on the team and how they use him. So it's it, it's funny because it's different every week. And yeah, obviously no, this week like, yeah, it wasn't like, like the best performance. But, but obviously the thing now was okay. Like in terms of where we're on the table, we're eleven game through. We have what? Three draws, seven wins, and I'm putting an asterisk. I'm not counting as a loss, but on the table was a loss to Spurs. Yeah. Okay. Right now we're third in the league. The, the one thing that always baffles me about Liverpool fans, and just soccer fans in general, in terms of like the social media and shit, going into going into like this season, we weren't even expected to challenge. You know what I mean? Right now we're two, three points off the top of the table after eleven games. That's exactly like if you tell a Liverpool fan that to start the season. We're, we're, we're loving that, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, of course. It's just because the recent mistakes were like, like, dang, we could have been. We're still in a great position. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like, like we we played Brentford at, at Anfield on uh, on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, that's a good. That's always a good it's game. Always, Brentford's always a great yeah. game. I mean, they beat you guys two zero. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking like so, Liverpool Brentford yeah, is always a good always game. Always a great match. So I mean, uh, and then we have to lose tomorrow. I mean, you're you're up a league game. I mean, we're we're already up in the group. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna rest Van Dyke, all the guys getting ready to go, and we can bounce. Play that center back guy. Bounce like, back and forth. Oh, Quanson. Yeah. Cool. I, I think it would be Matsup and Quanson in that one. Okay. But yeah, I think rest all the big guys midweek, bounce back this weekend, and we'll be good. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, for Liverpool, I don't know. I'm seeing, what's this? Did you did you watch this game? The, the Luton game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What is this, like, uh, uh, chanting stuff, dude? Yeah, so, yeah, so apparently, uh, like, like, you kind of heard it through through the TV. Luton fans were chanting. Um, I can't remember what exactly it was. It was like, uh, it, they were making fun of like the Hillsborough and the '97 disaster. They said really? like like always a victim. Da da da. They were chanting some really some really messed up things. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it had to do with Luis Diaz, but they showed respect no, for him. No. So uh, it was just a, the Hillsborough disaster. Yeah, no, this this one one like he said, obviously a loss for you guys. Um, Diaz though. Got to got to feel yeah, good for the yeah. guy. Like, how, how fitting is that? Luis yeah. Diaz comes to save us. Yeah, and I think it was for the eighty fifth minute goal he scored. I mean, Harvey Elliott came out with a cross. Yeah, cold. Yeah, cold. But. No, I mean, I think our two teams uh, highlighted the weekend. Obviously, you had Ar- Arsenal Newcastle, which we'll talk about later. But like, we'll move on to the Chelsea game. And I just before I go, okay, combo, can, can just, I start this one? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't care. He scored a hat trick. I know you don't care. That. I, 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 I don't. By the way, guys, Tyler's about to rip Chelsea, but I'm just gonna say this: Nicholas Jackson is hands down one of the worst strikers I've ever seen in my life. Yep. This guy has no aura. Whenever he touches the ball, he's not confident at all. Like, like he's, never seen like, anything like. I, like I've never seen a striker like like a professional. Like even with Warner, Warner would miss a chance, but he at least believed in himself that he was gonna score. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even even though Havertz is having an off year. He at least believes in himself that he's gonna like like the level of confidence you can tell within the players. Right. Jackson has no confidence you don't see at all. Any of it, he, he, like you don't see any fear, like you don't see any aura, like like anything about it that makes you want to believe in him scoring. Um, for me, uh, yeah. So, do is that it? Yeah, yeah I that's, all, that's all I want to say. You're good. Okay, so let's start off the first things first. Uh, we won the game four one. 
Okay. Took the three points. And uh, next thing, Mauricio Pochettino, starting 11. Why, why are we playing Levi Colwell at the left back instead of just playing him at center back and playing one of the most informed players on our team, Cucurella? Okay. Uh, he fi- played fine, but third, uh, why did it take 20 minutes to score a goal against nine guys and they were playing at half field? I don't care if Vicario was playing like Prime Neuer. <laughs> Fourth thing, uh, Caicedo and uh, Connor Gallagher will be bounced for Lavia and Anguichaku at some points in this at some point in the season, guaranteed. Awful performance, and we talked about last. Yeah. Or no, I was on the phone with Will Franzen, uh, who people on this podcast know very Shout well. Out Will. Of course, of course, and uh, he says, "I was like, I was like, Will, like, what are your thoughts on Caicedo? Like, he people are calling him terrible. I think he's been fine." Get into the game, first 10 minutes, uh, Madison completely draws him out of position, leaves a wide open, I think it was Udogi in the midfield. Kulisevsky, one touch, uh, cuts inside, goal, 1-0. And uh, let's not forget, Combo, that this game could have easily been 4-1 Tottenham yeah. because it was 2-0 two, two without, without VAR, it was 2-0 in the first 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was multiple different moments you can pick out. This was the worst win in Premier League history, the worst hat trick in Premier League history. Nicholas Jackson combo covered him well. Like, this guy is, like, there's nothing, like, to see from him. Like, you talk about Werner, you talk about bad strikers. Chelsea have always had striker problems since Diego Costa left. Like, I'm taking Higuain over him. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm taking Murata over him. Especially now, Murata's going crazy, like in Champions yeah, League and, and for. There's something off about that guy, man. There's like you're obviously on Twitter. There's people that think like some like illegal money thing going on. I don't know. He gets a big transfer every two years, but the, it makes zero sense. The best <laughs> moment, the best moment of that, the best moment of that game was Cole Palmer shushing the Tottenham fans over a lucky penalty, like like that, like yeah, that that had that. <laughs> if you look at the scoreboard, it says uh, uh, Caicedo disallowed goal. And then, like, 12 minutes later, it said it's penalty Cole Palmer. Yeah. That's how long it took yeah. to review the penalty. But the, the best moment of that game was him shushing the fans. <laughs> and then you just see Nico Jackson run up behind him and start shushing the fans. And it's just a completely different yeah. feeling. It's like, oh, it's not like, oh, we're here. Like, yeah. let's go. Like, game on. It's like, oh, my God, this is a joke. <laughs> like, it, it's such a joke. But the unfortunate thing is Broya's injured. Broya also is not very good. So we don't have a replacement. Um, I, really, I really hope he continues to, to suck. So that when he comes in and Cuckoo doesn't play the ten and he plays he the was, false he, nine, we were so high on him too. Oh my! I, I wasn't. People bro, know no, I no, wasn't. No, no, no. I remember we talking to you like, yeah, we got the Jackson guy from Villarreal. It's kind of good. I'm like, okay, let's see. No, I mean, Jesus Christ, uh, it's so hard to talk about as well because you just can't like put it into words how like what is happening at Chelsea. Like, uh, Mudrik doesn't see the. Or, yeah, he came on at the end. Uh, arguably, could have been sent off. Uh, in, a, in a picture I saw on Vicario at the end. I don't know. I, I don't think there was anything in live action, but I saw a picture. But uh, one of the worst on-field officiated games, and then but VAR. So I think I think what what Ainge Postecoglou. I learned how to say his name actually after the game. Uh, the Tottenham head coach said that uh, we're going to be moving away from uh, officials on the field, and it's just going to be VAR. Like that's fair enough. Um, he also said that he's not going to complain about the rest, which is also fair enough because there's nothing to complain about. Red cards were red cards. Disallowed goals were disallowed goals. Um, but I think that adds to the weirdness of the game. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, like, controversy coming out of a 4-1, two red card, stupid hat-trick game. Yeah. Um, but as for uh, – we'll, we'll get into Chelsea City a little bit later, but, uh, 
yeah, I'm not picking us to win again. But Combo did pick Chelsea to win this week. I, I called it. And Nico Jackson almost screwed it up. He stuttered to, and he he called three one. You did. Yeah. You said three one, which almost hit. But Jesus Christ, I don't know what to say about this team anymore. Um, I think uh, player wise, uh, Kaiseido, like I said, Kaiseido and Gallagher will be pushed out, and it'll be Lavia and Anguacheku when. When, he, when they're healthy and Enzo as well in the That's midfield. Y'all already turned on your $115 million man. Oh, I, I the midfield was so open, man. I, I, it was I, so open. I'm just saying, man, if, if, if he would have, if he would have, if they're just signing a $115 million eight-year deal, that's literally, his, that's literally his career. Like, he's spending the best of his career. He's supposed to but, be a true CDM, and that's why you guys wanted yeah, him so bro, bad. Bro, he, why is he going up and surpassing Enzo and Gallagher? He, he, I don't well, he, understand. He would have fit. Perfectly behind Maka and Chopin. Not, not the way he's playing right now, dude. He's going way too far up the field. It comes down to coaching, too. I mean, we chose money. I mean, I don't know in what world you choose Chelsea and Mauricio Pochettino over Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp if it's not about money. Yeah, no, it's been happening for the last three years since Chelsea won Champions Like, if it's generally not about money, I don't know how you make that kind of Yeah, I don't know. I don't I've never understood why players come to Chelsea. It's unbelievable. I don't know why Lukaku came. Yeah. Uh, a couple years ago, when Bro, he was he was at the peak of his game as yeah, well, so I don't okay. understand that. But we could recall him in January, you know. <laughs> oh, but y'all came from Roma. I don't. Maybe I, I don't know. That's all FIFA. That's based on basing oh, it off yeah. FIFA. But <laughs> uh, no, Chelsea's just terrible, man. And hopefully we can. I mean, honestly though, Brentford, Arsenal, Tottenham. If you told me you got four points out of that game, out of those games, I would yeah. think the three points came from Brentford first of all even though we lost that game and tied tied and won the other ones, um, which makes no sense. Uh, I would take it. Like, we're going to lose to City and then see what we do against Newcastle and United, and then this uh, insane stretch will be over, which everyone was talking about going into it. Yeah. But we won't beat City. Newcastle is definitely beatable. I know they just beat Arsenal, but I don't know where that game no, is. No, Dortmund did just beat them, too. As well. They're not good. They have a bunch of injuries off-field issues. Yeah, exactly. So they have a bunch of injuries, all this stuff. Um and uh, and then we go to United, which is it has to be a win, it has to be a win. Um, but no, that'll 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 conclude that section. I'm sure we'll get back into that game in a bit. But uh, let's go into uh, team performance of the week. Who's your uh, who's your best team this week in a combo? Luton Town. Yeah. I I, th- I wanted I, to go there. I, th- I think I think you have to go to them. I think obviously, I mean Luton Town. Um, they proved their their terrible field is a scary place to go. Right. I mean, obviously they had a. a <laughs> Remarkably bad first ten games of the year, and then yeah. you then you have Liverpool at home, and then get a result. I mean, I can't say the guy's name, but Chong, that's the name of the guy. Taith Chong, Taith Chong, Man United Academy goal, grad, like 50, 60 minutes or something. So, and then like they they perform the strategy perfectly, low block, like like they like endure the pressure, but bend but don't break. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did. The, the fan base, like the take away take away the the militia chanting they did for like if I look at the other side of the game, great fan base. You know? Yeah, and I they, think they, they they were jumping up and down the entire the entire game. The environment was great. Yeah. Like just watching it, they Lewinstown they did their job. They, yeah, they they did their job. Great great coaching class. Great goals. That's that's all you can say. Really. No, yeah. Tyus Chong, Man United Academy grad. I don't know how you feel about that as a Liverpool fan, but uh, I mean that's pretty funny. Um, no, I was I wanted to pick them for this as well because I think one one against a t- a bit against a big six is huge. And it's are they going to get relegated? I have no idea. Yeah, that was nice. Look at Rodrigo. I don't like that people say he's bad. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be a striker. He prefers playing on the wing. Yeah, I know. But like he has to play striker. Yeah. Right uh, yeah. Back to back to Luton though. I, I, I think their thing going forward is going to be 
home games are going to be crucial. Yeah. Like, are they going to win a, an away game? I, I honestly don't think so. Yeah. Probably not. Like, talk about Ross Barkley playing for Luton now. I thought that was a little bit uh, the Is it an English club? Yeah. Yeah, then he's probably playing for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this guy has gone to every English club ever. Um, but yeah, I think I think for them the most important thing is uh, is going to be home games, and obviously if you can get points against any big six team uh, other than Chelsea, it's pretty uh pretty nice. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with Newcastle, dude. Okay. I know they were dirty. I know there was a lot of refereeing decisions, but I compared Arteta's interview to Ainge's interview, and I I'm just like I don't I don't like Arteta anyways, but I love I love Ainge's interview compared to Arteta complaining about the refs sw- swearing is super un- not something you'd expect from him. Yeah. Looks super unprofessional, but they, they see the, the funny thing is like all y'all make fun of Klopp and Klopp gets mad for that. Because remember when the, the Spurs game? Oh no, was, I hate the, the, I, when it comes to interviews. I hate Klopp. The, the Spurs game when Klopp was like, "This isn't right." Arteta said nothing. Plus the the Ainge said nothing. But as soon as it happened to them, those two teams. And then that's no, Ainge didn't complain. He didn't, he didn't complain. He was like, you know, there are a little bit of issues with it, but you know, it was. Klopp well, is cool. far and away top one in complaining, dude. But but time. he's always right though. He's oh he's all Klopp. You can't complain to be he doesn't, he doesn't complain just to complain. He complains because he's speaking out about what's right and what's wrong. He's, and, he and, does and, it. And he, he, and we always get done. He wrong. has a big moment of doing that once a year, and I'd say. And, and, and the big thing is why? How, how come? How come we are Liverpool? We are one of the biggest clubs in the world. How can we? Why are we always at the twelve thirty start times? Why? <laughs> we, we, we've had 14 in the last two or three years. That, that's eight more than the closest, the closest team. Why? Well, I don't Why are you complaining about it? Why is that an issue? And it's, it screws up timing. It screws up. Like, like, if we're playing in Europe, if we're playing in the middle of Toulouse on, on, on Thursday, right? We're in, the, we're in the middle of France somewhere. Fly back Friday. Why are we playing a 12.30 start game on Saturday morning? That makes zero sense. Why? Well, I don't understand why that's like a, such an issue for him to complain about. Though. No, it's, like, no, it's, it's not, it's not that. Just that's like, if that. you played three hours later, you think it make that much of a it's difference? It's not just like that. It, it it really does. You're an athlete. You know that, bro. Like, okay, if you're if you're if you're if you're like a high school athlete, right? If you're used to playing on seven on seven thirty eight o'clock at night, playing on playing at five o'clock is a big difference. One day. Yeah, it's a huge difference of like your mentality, how you, how you prepare for it, the time you're getting your body right, getting enough time for your body to heal, recover for the fair game. Fair enough. It's a huge difference. That's but, fair enough. But and, you and also have multiple that's days. A, and that's a high school. That's a high school guy doing that. Imagine we're, we're playing. We're playing in what four, four, three, four tournaments a year. We're traveling X, Y, Z, whatever, and now we're the only club time after time after time playing at twelve thirty. Why? Uh, because you guys, I have no idea. Uh, you know what I heard though? It you know make I heard any sense at the all. big Liverpool games are usually on at that time. And you know what I heard? This I found this out last year when Arsenal played Tottenham, and it was like a big game last year, and it was at six thirty my time, um, back in Chicago. But like, I heard it was because the fans won't get too drunk at that time. That's what that's lit. That, I swear to God, that's what I heard. It's just and. Thing is, we and we never perform at twelve thirty games. It's just the whole the whole structure of it, all of it. I don't know. It it, it, it seems really stupid, but it really makes it really makes a difference. Yeah, it, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Play. No, but yeah, back to my team. I'm gonna go with Newcastle. I know Bruno G. Saka just scored. Uh, Bruno G. Definitely should have been sent off. Speaking of Arsenal, um, definitely should have been sent off. Yeah. Freeze frame, live action, whatever. Should have been sent off, but to. To have Arsenal come in, you guys are struggling. You're being called all oh, like they're not finishing top six. They're falling off quickly. They they beat one of the best. They beat a top three team in the league. Like there was a big win for them at home, uh, and they're gonna have to continue playing like that because I think I mean obviously Shane Longstaff is a huge drop off from yeah. Tonali. I mean that's it goes without saying, but 
No, they're ha- they're gonna have to have an Almiron step up like he yeah. did last year, like a player like that. Isak, yeah. Isak's playing well. He scored goals, scoring goals, but I think they're gonna need a, a run of games from an individual to get them over the hump that they're in right now. Um, and obviously, beating Arsenal is a huge is a huge thing for that. Um, but now let's get into uh, to player of the week and disappointing player of the week. Okay, so I didn't have a player of the week. I went with disappointing team. Okay. This 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 is how I went about that one. Okay. My disappointing team is Liverpool. Okay, like like I've already, I've already talked God, about. I love it. when this guy chooses his own team in a negative way. Yes, yes, and like I, I rarely ever do it, but guys, come on, like one. Like, That's completely justified. Like, like how how are we going one nil down in freaking Luton Town? Yeah. The the fact that Harvey Elliott has to give us a banging cross to Louis Diaz to come score in the eighty fifth minute. 95th. 95th minute. I'm sorry, but like to even to even bail us out even more, like what like what are we doing? Like, yeah. Like these are games. Th- th- this is why we always end up one freaking point short of a title. We can't. We can't. We can't win these games away. Mm-hmm. Uh, against a new uh, like like bro, so Salah makes 350k a week. That's probably the entire wage list of Lewin's title of Lewin title's entire first team. Yeah. Like that's probably the entire. Maybe a little bit like, more, honestly. Like, 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 there's no, there's, I have no idea why. Like, we, we, we just can't show up against relegated, like newly promoted teams. Excuse me. Like, we have to win these games to in order to really contend. Like, if if we win that game, I think we jump Arsenal and we're and we're like tied for first on yeah. goal difference or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like, like every. Yeah, cause cause City's two points ahead right now, right? Yeah. So yeah. Like, like we're, we're top of the league right now with that win, but unfortunately we we couldn't get it done. Yeah, like I think that's completely justified. Like, and obviously, like, going into the season, it wasn't about the Premier. Now we we have the opportunity. It's right there in front of us. Go take it. Yeah. Because now, because now we have Brentford, international break, and then the twenty fifth we play City. Right. And City's either it's either going to be a two two draw or somebody. November twenty fifth. November twenty fifth. Wow. Circle. So 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 it's either going to be a two two draw like it always is. Or it's, or it's going to end up being a, being a win or a loss. But you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, but this time, that they don't have Kevin De Bruyne. So that, that, that's, you know. He kills you guys, too. Every time. Every time. He every does the same time. thing at Chelsea. Every, every single time. KDB plays some crazy pass and it ends up working crazy. Um, no, that's completely justified. I'm, I'm sure for your player, you would pick everyone on Liverpool. Oh, based off that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> most disappointing got to be Darwin. I love Darwin. Like, like, like. I have, to, I, have to, I have to be real. Like, yeah. like, like, I'd be, I'd be a bad fan and a bad sports like podcast or like sports personality if yeah. I wasn't honest. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, I'm not on ESPN yet, so I'm, not, I'm not saying crap for the views yet. I have to be honest right now. Right, right, right. Dar- Darwin, he, he has been good the last three games, but that Saturday he played awful. He played bad. I mean, you're, you're, you're a Premier League striker. You, you, like, you cannot miss sitters in front of the goal. Yeah. Like, I don't understand you can curl how you can score a banger versus Bournemouth and then miss a sitter in front of the goal. Yeah. Like, like like that's that that'll be the next step against Luton. That'll be that'll be the next step of the Darwin Nunes um career. Like like, like can, can he unlock that attribute of being more consistent? Yeah, because we we've seen flashes, we've we've seen the ability. It's just not like he's like freaking Kai Havertz who can't score a goal or Nick Jackson with no confidence. Yeah. we've seen him score. We've we've seen we've seen him be confident. Now just put it put it all together. Be consistent. That's all yeah, we ask. Because he has everything. Yeah. And, but I'm also not going to use one game to, to judge him. I'm, I'm not a basket guy. I'm just saying. No, yeah, that's we, what we, we do. Need, like we need that level of consistency in order to win. Yeah, no, you do that every week. It's a it's a week by week basis with him because he's so close to being great. Yeah, like, he's, he's literally right at the brink of being like so. Being like a so top every week you every week you're going to judge him. Yeah, you know so. 
For me, the player of the week is Vicario, dude. Oh, yeah. the, the Tottenham goalie. This we, guy, we, we watched that goal here. That We watched the game here, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. The, this guy was like, he, I mean, you know, you know how much he was pissing me off. This guy was playing like prime Neuer, man. Like every time, like he, like he was the the back four. Yeah. Like his whole team was at midfield, and he would play like in the middle between the half field and the goal. Like it was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Um, for for Pasacoglu to get praised for playing that idiot high line yeah. the whole second half is all because of Vicario because they because they could have conceded twenty goals. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Seeing the high line with nine men. Um, I've never seen anything like that before. Obviously, we saw Liverpool go down and play the exact opposite of that, and and just you know contend, 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 try to keep them out of the goal. But for them to do that, uh, complete first of all, cl- completely exposed Chelsea, uh, and their their stupidness and just going offsides. I mean, I think we saw three offsides. I mean, every time Sterling got the ball, you heard me. I was like, oh, he's offsides. Yeah. Oh, he's offsides. But but fortunately, we got the goals. But the high line thing. I, I haven't thought about it too much, but it's like I've I've never seen anything like that. The the pictures from it are insane. Yeah. Like for every single player on the field to be within the center circle practically is is ridiculous. Um, I think it was dumb. I don't know why he got clapped off the field and all this like praise after the game for being like oh he's so risky like. like yeah, yeah, I think I saw this on Twitter. Tottenham fans are saying, um, saying we play. Tottenham fans said, we play we play with nine <coughs> men like warriors. Liverpool played with nine men like the word we can't use on air. Like, yeah, they, they're trying to make make, make themselves feel better by conceding. Uh, I mean, that's a it's a it's a it's a it was it was a complete shambles, and it made the game awful as well. It was just Chelsea in a training drill, and it was practicing staying on sides. Yeah. Like it was it was ridiculous. But I'm gonna praise Vicario though because when they let up a goal too, he got pissed. Like yeah. he's like, I mean, I don't know how he felt about it. I'd like to get his thoughts on it, but like. <laughs> Um, no, I don't have too many thoughts. I think it was, I think it was dumb. It made for a bad game as well. Um, and then my disappointing player is also a Tottenham player, though. Christian Romero, man, I hate this guy. I hate this guy. Uh, he is someone that was like called that, be, that was being compared to Van Dyke in his first season. This is another one that was being compared to Van Dyke and Thiago Silva. Like, like two years ago when Chelsea won the Champions League, the consensus best center backs in the league were Thiago Silva, Van Dyke, and then people were saying Romero. I was like, who's this guy? Like. Yeah. He's he's terrible. He's obviously a dirty player based off this past weekend. Like he's a dirty player. He doesn't he doesn't do much. I know Tottenham have been one of the best defensive teams, but I think that's because of Postecoglou. Like Romero's been there the last three years. They've been terrible. Yeah. Like they brought in uh, Van de Ven, who unfortunately got injured for Tottenham. Yeah, but, yeah Madison and Van de Ven went. <clears throat> yeah, arguably two of their top four players, and then Romero's probably the fourth, and he got a red card. So like, I don't. I think he's just incredibly overrated. I think there's a lot of center backs in the prem that get overrated a lot. I think Thiago Silva and Van Dijk will hold the uh, will hold the number one spots. Yeah, for... I'm seeing Thiago Silva might leave after this year too. Like, yeah, he came out. Yeah, he came out. Yeah, yeah. He's getting up there in age. Yeah. He, like, he doesn't have that pace anymore. Like, like, like he, he can only be he can only be in the right position so long until there's like a material winger like coming down the ball. You know. And yeah. Just... Yeah. And you just can't do anything about yeah. it. Like it's unfortunate. He's obviously it's crazy though because he's a legend at every place he's been. Yeah. AC Milan, PSG, Chelsea. Like he, he's been solid. Yeah. No, he's definitely top five. Seven center back of all time, probably top five. Uh, um, I, I can't, I can't argue that. Yeah, no, I mean he's made a difference everywhere he's gone. But yeah, Romero and Vicario are my uh, player of the week and uh, disappointing player of the week. So now we're gonna get into the fun part of the yes. fun part of the episode. Where we have one, we have one kind of segment a week where it's like where it, could, it gets it pretty interesting. We're gonna go after the most crazy game I think both of us have seen in the VAR era at least. We're gonna go with the top five. Premier League games that we've witnessed. Okay. I'll let you go first at number five. 
at number five for me, I went with the 20, I can't remember, 2018, 2019. I went with Liverpool versus Everton, the Devolver Rigi winner. Oh, when, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you ever have Yeah, yeah. The same year he clutched up against Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what Van Dijk had took. It was a corner kick, and it came out. Van Dijk I think I was watching that line, actually. And then yeah. the ball is like bouncing, like it's going towards the goal. Pickford, for some reason, instead of letting it go over the net, he knocks it back. And everybody had their backs turned, and Devoke Origi just waiting for it to pounce his header. We win the game. Great goal. My, like, I, I, I was joking with my dad about this. If you show a kid Devoke Origi highlights, they will think he's the greatest player to ever play the game. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he has some of the most so clutch. clutch and legendary goals I've ever like, yeah. seen in my life. Yeah. Um, and then for the next one, I went with... Um, I went with the 2021 season, the COVID year, when we kind of rocky. I went with the when we were playing Brighton, uh, when we were playing West Brom, excuse me. The two I went with Allison scored a stoppage time winner to keep. Up. Oh wow! Keep I, up. Forgot, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I could have yeah, put yeah, that yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. There was the year after Van Dijk got hurt. We were rocking for out, Champions League. Sure. Yeah, it, it, it got us fourth place in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. And then the third one I went with last year, Liverpool was Tottenham when we won four three. It was one thing. I, I hate Richarlison. Yeah. Oh, guy, everyone that does. Guy is so yeah, yeah. Annoying. I've never met a Richarlison fan yeah, in my life. It, it was when uh, Richarlison scored in the ninety-third minute. Took off his shirt, ran around, was shushing the crowd for the second like, week in a row. L- literally doing every emo goal celebration. Trying to get on the trying to get on the ES- right. ESC like, cover. Just, just to tie the game three-three. Yeah. And then off the kickoff, Diego Jota goal ninety-fourth minute. It was a FIFA game. game, man. That was that was great. Um, and then my next one. Anytime we play United, because the last five years we've owned United, but yeah. I went with the seven goal thrashing last oh, year. Oh wow! We absolutely like if, if you're a United fan, I'm sorry we own you guys. Like like mo- most of all owns you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, seven goal thrashing. We could go the seven oh one, the four oh one, the five oh one, the three oh one. I mean, I think we're I think we're, we're like fourteen zero on aggregate against you guys in the last four games. That's unbelievable. That, that's like yeah, and, and then my last one, I went with Liverpool versus City two two in twenty twenty one. And I preface this by saying I picked this one because I don't know if you remember it. It, it was a Salah goal when he dribbled through the entire city defense. Oh, of I course, remember I remember that one. And then he spotted that one bottom corner yeah. beating Ederson. And then he did it next week against Watford. Against so. Watford, yeah. yeah. No, so that's funny though because for me, my top five, I have that at number five. Ooh. I actually do. I, I was watching that game live. Arguably the greatest second half yeah. in history. I wrote it down. It was Salah to Mane on the three ball, and then Mane chipped Ederson in the fifty-eighth minute. Uh, 68th minute, Foden turned from like an impossible angle and scored on Allison. I think that was prime Foden. Yeah, by the way. let's talk about Foden's lucky falling off. I mean, a like, little bit, yeah. Like, 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 he hasn't gotten the backing, dude. Yeah. Doku, Doku's surpassing him right now. Yeah, like, and, and even all like the, the the media hype around him's kind of like gone away. Honestly, yeah. no, no, because when because he because he beat out Mount Mount in that yeah. debate as well. Because yeah. I think that that's what put him over the edge. I know Mount got the Champions League and stuff, but like leading into that Champions League final and then the next season. I think that was the best of Foden that we've seen. Yeah. Actually, it might have been the same season where he did this, uh, where he scored this goal. But yeah, 68th minute, Foden scored a great goal, and then 75, the solid goal that you just talked about. I mean, that arguably one of the best solo goals in Premier League. Yeah. Like he got the ball like around midfield, dribble pat, like turn, turn. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, hot take coming right now. I think Mo Salah might like by the time he retires, might have one of the best goal catalogs for a non-striker in Premier League history. He already does. Like. Like he's he scored some insane. He shouldn't have won the Puskas though. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was that was absolutely ridiculous. Wait, which goal did he win it with? Uh, do you remember? It was it was. Oh, it was, it was the Wofford one or the City one? No, no, he didn't win the. He, oh. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about when he won for like he cut inside 
I mean, oh, it was the, the Chelsea one versus Chelsea when he couldn't slide on. It was like the Darwin Nunez goal, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Ronaldo, but yeah, Ronaldo had the yeah, bike that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. That so one, that one was that. no, I think he's already at that at that point. And then De Bruyne scored five minutes later yeah. to make it two. Bro, like, every time like when I, I think sorry to cut you off. No, 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 you're good. Like I, I think it's okay. I think we can start. Like, we can keep pushing it. Whenever City and Liverpool play, it's just like the Premier League of Classico for real. Because like when when everybody's healthy, they produce some great games. Yeah, because people play. argue like rivalry standpoint, it's United Liverpool. Yeah, but like. Game standpoint, it's it's definitely City Liverpool, and it yeah. should be rivalry yeah. too. And, 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 like, and it's easy to see they own the league. Draw every time, or like if it's a cup game, somebody ends up right. Playing. Yeah, no, I, I I yeah, that's fair. Um, at number four for me, it's a it's a Guerrero, twenty twelve. Obviously, one one. I was just I just remember that because one that was like one of the first games I watched start to finish live, yeah. and I was like, uh, I was just in love with it per se. Um, and then at number three, this is a this is a weird one, but I need to explain. Four three. 2015 Tottenham versus Leicester. Okay. Tyler Petty was in attendance. Oh, yeah. okay. There you go. And and I was I was a little kid. I was sitting next. I was sitting in the last row of my section, like on the side. Yeah. And so a staircase over, in the staircase, a bunch of security guards. Staircase over was the Leicester fans, um, at White Hart Lane. And it was like, and as a kid, like being like, oh, like oh, like the NBA is the best fans. And yeah. who is the best uh, fans? Just seeing that is just that 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 game is the reason why I will I will never hesitate to argue that uh, Premier League fans and soccer fans in general are the best fans or European soccer fans at least. Hundred percent. Yeah. So so that Harry Kane scored a hat trick. I actually I you're allowed to bet there. So my mom like we had this like I was like uh, I think it was like twelve or something. Uh, my mom had this like uh, uh, business thing that she was working for. So they let us go up there and they said they gave me twenty dollars to bet with and I said. Four three, Harry Kane hat trick. That's clutch. And and I said another thing that was right. I went three for three, and they gave me a twenty back, dude. The biggest robbery in history. <laughs> like if I was my age and I actually bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, dude, bro. I'm a bro. I'm yeah. set. Like, what are we talking? Like, like I don't know. That was just that was a great memory. So that's why I had that at number three. At number two, I battled battle the bridge. Uh, twenty sixteen, I believe, mm-hmm. against Tottenham. Um. 2-2, Hazard chose his class, like probably arguably his best goal other than the Arsenal one, I think. Um, Tottenham about to win their first, their, had a chance to win their first trophy, I think, two weeks left in the season. Yeah. And Le- right, Leicester right. was in yeah. first. They, they could have passed him if they won. I remember Leicester fans were, or Leicester, the Leicester players were watching that game, and then Hazard scored, and they went crazy. Uh, so Hazard, when Hazard won the league for Leicester and took it away from Tottenham, and then everything kicked off like at, at the end of the game. Everyone started fighting, all this stuff. Um, and then at number one, I have... Monday's game, dude. Yeah, no, like, 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 like. I've never been so like separated on where I think. Like my yeah. team, my team. I don't know how you go four one against your biggest rival, and then every single fan of your team comes away saying we suck. Yeah, like, it's unbelievable. What would your response be to that game if it would end up being a draw? Like if we drew like uh, like what like one one. Like one one draw. At Tottenham, I would have loved it. Um, oh, oh! If they got red cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah like, like the same with that thing, but y'all don't score any goals. It's one one draw. Oh, I'm switching my fan base, dude. <laughs> dude <laughs> come on, nine guys, and 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 one of the questions Cole Palmer was asked in his post game was was uh, uh, he's he he literally said, uh, was there more pressure after nine guys? Is it harder? And Cole Palmer's yeah. like, oh, like he's like, he's like, obviously it's easier to play against nine nine men, mate. And but he said there was more pressure, and that's fair enough. I mean, yeah, you're expected to win when you go when you go against a nine man squad. Yeah, look at look at Bruno's trying to win the game for United here. I believe he spotted Bruno Fernandez. Oh my god, I think. Really? He like 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 I think he's 
in terms of like soccer stuff, he's hands down the player I hate the most in the Premier League. Why? All he does. Uh, is it's fair play. enough. He plays for United. All, no, no, no. Like, like in, ter- in terms of his, in terms of his ability, oh, what a he's he's a great midfielder. Great, whatever he's playing, like his, his ability, he's great. Like, like, like his skill, like yeah. him as a player, nothing but respect. Yeah. But all he does is complain, whine every single call. He's complaining something. He flops. This, that, like he's the captain of Manchester United. And every single time he touches, he, he gets hit. He flops. He, he flops. He cries. He yeah. whines. That's that's not the United I know. That, that, that's not a captain. No, you I could know. say he's part of the like, problem. Like, if if Roy Keane was playing with him, Roy Roy Keane didn't even like him as a captain. Yeah. Like 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 I don't I don't understand. Like I wish he would just play the game. Like like all he does is whine, cry, flop to the ground. Like whenever whenever they're losing, he has a temper. Like he 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 just I just I just do not like. No, that's him. fair enough. But yeah, I think, uh, and then we'll we'll end this pod off with a City Chelsea prediction Sunday, okay. regular game time. Is it, is it at the Etihad or is it at the Bridge? It's at the Bridge. At the Bridge. Yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure, not a hundred percent sure. I'm gonna go with two one City. Two one City, and yeah. and that's the first time Combo's picked against Chelsea on this podcast. I'm just checking if it's home or away. I have been right the last yeah, two times in regards to Chelsea, though. You have? I have been right. Um, I'm not going to do a dumb pick this week. It's going to sound dumb, but it's it's realistic. 4-1 City, Nico Jackson scores 90th minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being so serious, dude. <laughs> I, I can see it in your eyes. It was four no- <laughs> it's 4 nothing, and Nico Jackson scores in the 90th and minute. And then he's going to shut the crowd. He's going to celebrate. Two. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think I I don't know. It's gonna be, I don't know. I honestly don't know what's gonna happen. We're either gonna get destroyed or it's gonna be a good game. We're gonna still lose. Like there's no way we win. But yeah, yeah, I I don't see any side of you guys winning that game. I just hope y'all can get like hopefully get a result. Like two nails lucky for us. Well, like like the hope is y'all could get a result. Okay, two goal. But the reality is my city is better in every way. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no, there's, and I wanted to do for this podcast a combined 11, and I said, do, do any Chelsea players get into that starting 11? Absolutely not, dude. Absolutely not. Maybe Enzo. Maybe Enzo. Cole Palmer does not get in, because he was in City, and he didn't get in. Uh, yeah, not a single person. Not a single player. Not a single player. Reese James doesn't well. get in over Kyle Walker. I mean, Ben Chilwell, maybe? He's on the bench, injured. Yeah, that's actually that's the only argument you can make. Not, not a single Chelsea player gets into that city level. Yeah, whatever. Um, no, I'm excited again. I'm going to be excited for the next three weeks when it comes to Chelsea games because it's always a big game for them. Yeah. But uh, combo, thanks for coming on, man. Again. Yeah. We we we, we got to figure out a name. Yeah. Swipe up whenever we post on social media. If y'all if y'all 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 have a good name for this weekly podcast, yeah. it's gonna be Combo with Tyler. I yeah. mean, we got to figure out some some name for this weekly yeah. soccer pod. Yeah. The return of. We'll come up with something. We'll come, we'll come up with something. Yeah. If you have any ideas, swipe up, hit up Tyler, hit me up on social media, something like that. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Uh, Content-wise, um, I can't say something, but uh, there's there's something coming on Saturday. Got just, some stuff cooking. Just, just be yeah. ready. There's something coming on Saturday. Um, but, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Another good episode. Uh, Post-City, Chelsea, maybe some Champions League talk again yeah. next week. Um, but, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and we will we'll catch you guys. Peace.